fans welcome to another great edition of board check that is impact media's weekly drive through the neutral zone into ovechkin's office we're just feeling fancy today guys we're always feeling fancy here on board check it's our weekly drive into the world of the nhl along with our friends the nashville predators the carolina hurricanes the atlanta gladiators and of course our ksu owls I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. After a short, brief time off, for those of you that tuned in to yesterday's Super Bowl preview here at Impact Media, I uh, appreciate those of you who reached out to check on me. I uh, was under the weather most of last week. That is why um, we only got one of the shows out. But uh, feeling much better, better and better every day. The past three days have been fantastic. Um, very close to kicking whatever this is. It was nothing super bad. It was just to where I couldn't talk for more than a couple minutes without um, without uh, having to take a brief pause. So everything's good. I'm doing good now. We will get through this show just the same way we got through yesterday's. There is a lot to talk about. Kind of in a way, we took our own all-star break. There is tons to talk about, and we will definitely do that just as soon as I remind you of all the ways you can be a part of this show, and we love that. I promise you guys, we're going to do some very special things with this show very, very soon. We are working on those. But here's how you can be a part of the show. You can email us at uh, g. Let's just completely start that over. You can email us, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is three, the number three, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. That is the blanket email for Impact Media. Whether you put something in the subject line or not, we will figure out what your question is about, which show it goes to. And uh, we definitely appreciate those of you who have reached out. And those of you that have reached out have realized I'm the one that responds to about 98% of the emails, if not 100%, because I like responding to you guys. I don't like having other people respond. I want you to know that it was me that responded. Uh, you can also search for us on Facebook by searching for Impact Media, Board Check, or Jeremy York. Any of those would probably find us more than likely if you will. If you are one of those people who just like to click on a link and listen to a show, we definitely appreciate you guys. And you can do so by going to at Team Impact Media on Twitter, or this show has its own twitter account as it is our oldest show at board check and uh, you find the show that you want to listen to you click on it and you listen to it just as many times you want there is no cap in case it does try to put a cap on it you let me know i will send you a, another link you can also follow myself for show related things and uh, non-show related things uh you know if you follow me on on any of these places uh, that would be at the impacts 99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. If you follow me on any of those places, 
you um, will more have more than likely seen uh, Putt Shack a couple weeks ago. Uh, we had a rugby game. There's another one coming up this week that'll be really fun. I also got a 5K coming up, the Atlanta Mission, which is uh, one of my favorite ones. And uh, the oldest one I've done, it, it uh, helps with the homeless, ending homelessness in Atlanta, which is a great cause. Uh, there will be photos and, and videos and things from that coming up. All if you follow me on any of those social media platforms. You can also find us anywhere you find a podcast, including Spotify, Podcast One, or the iTunes Store. I think we're in a ton of other places, too. If there is a place you regularly find a podcast that you cannot find us, please let us know, and we will remedy that accordingly. So, let's start into the NHL headlines, because there's actually a lot going on. Um, we know the trade deadline is coming up. There is a big tracker. We know that uh, Tarasenko has went from St. Louis to the New York Rangers uh, for uh, some draft picks and a couple players. That's, that's a pretty good haul for the Blues. And, and Tarasenko, who we thought was going to get traded in the last two years, uh, finally makes his way out of St. Louis, and uh, the Rangers get a that's a heck of a pickup. The Kraken have acquired uh, Jacob Manga. Or, or Megna, rather. I always mess that up. From the Sharks for a fourth-round pick. Um, of course, the Islanders got Bo Horvat. We've talked about that before. There's been some other bigger pickups, but you can find all of those on the NHL app or the NHL uh, website, any of those places like that. But uh, it's it's been a decently active one. It wasn't quite what the NBA did, where they just went bonkers for about 24 hours. Uh, the NHL is usually not about that kind of stuff. So uh, there's gonna, I think there's still going to be a couple more. We got the deadline coming up. There, I think a couple more people could be on the move, but I think the bigger pieces have already moved. I don't think the Predators are going to unload anybody, and I don't think that there is a I don't think that there is a key addition out there that would help them, and I will talk a little bit more about that in a minute when we get to the Predators section of the show. And as far as the Hurricanes, um, I, I could see them making a... It's not going to be a big splash. It could be a medium to small splash, just trying to uh, pad the roster. But both these teams are not into rentals. They are not necessarily looking for a player that they may have just for a couple months they would want somebody that would want to stick around and be with the team long term. So that, that does limit some of the people that could be on the move because, you know, they, they don't want to just rent them just, just for a playoff run. They'd rather have them going forward if it makes the team better more than just two months. So uh, I don't see a lot of – I don't really see any moves. Like I said, the Hurricanes could do something small. I don't think the Predators do anything. But I'll talk more about that in a minute. Uh, other things going on, the Bruins, besides dominating the world, in, or the hockey world, a lot of times you get to these dad trips, these mom trips, where a lot of the players, dads or moms, will uh, all accompany the team on a trip, and maybe they'll do like a special dinner or a special activity and then go to games, uh, which is really cool. The players always really like it, having mom or dad around. Uh, it's been some really cool things across the league they've done. Well, 
The Bruins have done it one step further. This is a siblings trip. This is a siblings trip. This is going to be brothers or sisters. I didn't see if it was just one or the other or both, but uh, that's really cool to do that too. Because I know uh, there, there are times that I've gotten to travel to to uh, cover games or to events, and uh, it would be fun to have my, my brother along uh, for some of these tri trips. I think he would enjoy some of them. But uh, really good on the Bruins for doing so. I really like that. Uh, let's go ahead and get some of these injuries out of the way before we get to the fun stuff. The Vegas Golden Knights got, got dealt a uh, pretty crazy blow as uh, standout goaltender Logan Thompson has a lower body injury and he is week to week. That is the last thing that the Vegas Golden Knights wanted to see. But um, week to week is, is, it could be a lot worse. I would expect he's out at least, I would say, two weeks before you see Logan Thompson back in net for the Golden Knights. Hopefully they can survive. They do got some pretty good ones in the pipeline. We'll see what they do. Also, another goalie uh, taking a big hit. The Ottawa Senators announced that Anton Forsberg has a uh, MCL injury. He is going to be out for the remainder of the season. It will not require surgery, which is a good thing. And uh, it, it's it's another blow to the Senators that are actually trying to put some good things together. And Anton Forsberg is a veteran of this league that is very, very good. And he will be missed. But he'll be out the rest of the season. We'll see what Ottawa does moving forward. Um, Toronto hosted a uh, outdoor practice. It's, uh, you know, they don't really have an outdoor game or anything, but they, they held a practice outdoors, had fans where they could come by and, and see it and hang out. And that's, that's something really cool. I could see that starting to catch on across the league in places that can, can make that work. Obviously, sometimes Raleigh or Nashville could be a little warm. Southern Florida, probably not a place you'd want to out. But, I mean, you got skating rings that you could do. So, I mean, you know, there's ways you could do that. But uh, I thought it was really cool to do in the outdoor practice. Apparently it is something they're going to start back that they have done in the past or they have considered in the past. But uh, good on them. I, I thought it was a, a great thing to do, get more fans involved. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're going to be out and about, go check out the outdoor practice. And then that leads us to uh, the fun thing, and that will lead us right into our Carolina coverage as the stadium series will be this Saturday, this Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on ABC and ESPN Plus. It will be at, this is the Navy Federal Credit Union Stadium Series. It will be at um, Carter Finley Stadium, which is, I believe, where NC State plays. Their marching band will be on hand to play many times throughout the contest. I think that is that is a great addition, too, because most of the time they do these outdoor games in these in these um, stadium series and things like that they're in football I mean they're, they're in we know they're in football stadiums but they're in professional football well this one is going to be in a college football area and and I just it adds a, a different flair to it you're gonna get the marching band you're gonna get some other fun activities going on in the area the tailgate out in that area is uh, just ridiculously great. So uh, if you're in that area, stop by and check that out. Um, I just think they're doing some really cool things there. Of course, it will be the Washington Capitals 
as they will visit the Carolina Hurricanes. It should be a fantastic game. I can't wait to watch it. I'll be watching it from right here in the studio. We'll not be able to make it up to the greater Raleigh area to see that, but that is going to be uh, really, really fun. I love the outdoor and the Winter Classic and, the, and all those outdoor games, Stadium Series, uh, the Heritage, and all those. I love those. That just big fan of them, and I'm glad they keep doing them. So, as far as games, we're just going to go since the All-Star break. And since the All-Star break, the Carolina Hurricanes have uh, just hosted the New York Rangers. You know, remember, they came into the break on, let's see, on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven game win streak. And the break took some wins out of the sails as the Rangers come into Raleigh and they win the game 6-2. Your goals from our Hurricanes, from Kotkiemi and Tara Vinen. Uh, Frederick Anderson with 13 saves in the uh, contest, which... It's crazy that there was only 18 shots on goal by the New York Rangers, and a third of them went in. Just one of those kind of days sometimes. Uh, upcoming schedule, though, this is where the schedule makers are kind of weird, but it, it can sometimes work. Uh, they will be in Washington tonight. No, tomorrow night on Valentine's Day. Shout out to my friends out in the greater Washington area. If you want something fun to do on Valentine's Day, go by and see the Hurricanes playing against your Capitals. There's a 7 p.m. puck drop on that one. On Thursday, the Hurricanes will host the Montreal Canadiens at 7 p.m. for that one. And as I said, on Saturday is the Stadium Series, 8 p.m. The Washington Capitals will drift right down the coast into the NC State Stadium. That's this is gonna be a fun game, guys. If you can't be there live definitely watch it. I want to hear your feedback. Tell me how you feel about these games. Maybe you like them, maybe you don't. Maybe you think they could be better. Maybe you think they're already great. Let me know all those places I told you could you could uh, contact us to be a part of the show. We're going to make this more interactive very, very soon. I promise you guys. Uh, moving on to the Predators. Now, I want to say on the I believe it was the Predators official podcast they had uh, they had Cody Glass on, and he was fantastic. He was a great interview. Uh, he talked about recently getting engaged. Congratulations to him and his lovely bride-to-be. He talked about uh, roller coasters and things like I mean, I really learned a lot about Mr. Glass that I just did not know before. So, uh, you know, check out the Predators official podcast where they, uh, they had a great interview with, uh, with uh, Cody Glass. Now, since the All-Star break, the Predators have been a little busier. They hosted the Vegas Golden Knights coming right out of the break. Now, remember, right before the break, they were on a three-game heater, otherwise known as a three-game win streak, and the break put, took some wind out of their sails, too. They lost 5-1 to one to the Golden Knights. Lone goal coming from uh, Matt Duchesne. UC Soros with 25 saves in the loss. They also 
were able to put it back together as they went to Philadelphia and beat those Flyers. Yep, Philly, you can't win everything, unfortunately. Had a bad weekend for them. This was a final in overtime as Nita Ryder and Duchesne had goals in that one. Soros with 23 saves in the victory. Uh, Duchesne had the overtime winner, by the way. I know you guys got after me last time because I didn't tell you who had the overtime goal. He did. Uh, they are currently playing right now against the Arizona Coyotes. It is 2-2. Two in the second intermission. So third period still to go. Two to two. Goals from uh, Sissons and Yossi. And uh, looks like Lankinen is in goal at the moment. That's a fun tie-in because, well, that ties in because the Coyotes are the NHL affiliate of the Atlanta Gladiators. And after we take a short break, we will come back and talk some Gladiators. We'll talk some Kennesaw Owls, and we'll wrap it up here on Board Check. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Jeremy the Impact Dork from the Impact Media family of podcasts. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest ways to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Board Check. Make sure to visit our friends at BetOnline.net. They've got the betting and wagering lines if you are so inclined to do so or allowed to do so where you're at. Or they also have the articles in the podcast. They just make you a more educated fan. So definitely go check out BetOnline.net. Tell them Impact Media sent you. They love to hear that, and we love to hear from them that you told them that. They really, We really do talk to them. Um, I forgot before the before the break to tell you the upcoming schedule for the Predators. So let's start right there. Upcoming schedule for the Nashville Predators as uh, they will host the Boston Bruins on Thursday. That's going to be a monster game. That's a good way to get back in the playoff race. You're already in it. That's a good way to to take a a giant step forward. 8 p.m. puck drop on that one. On Saturday, they will host the Florida Panthers at 2 p.m. puck drop there. Another good way to get back in it. And they will be in Minnesota to take on the Wild on Sunday, 2 p.m. puck drop on that one. Now, let's get into the Atlanta Gladiators. The Atlanta Gladiators, um, I'm just going to talk about all of last week's games. They, They had quite a few. At four, actually, where on Wednesday, they've been quite busy, by the way, and uh, some really cool notes coming up. <clears throat> on Wednesday, they hosted the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, and unfortunately come up just a goal short in overtime, as that is usually what happens in overtime. Uh, it ruined Cody Sylvester's double goals and Reese Vitelli with uh, adding the third one in that one and Tendek had 34 saves in the losing effort 
so close, so close. Uh, then they go to Jacksonville on Friday and lose by one to the Iceman on that one. You hate lose by one goal. Uh, Mike Pellick, who is going to have a really, really cool note about him coming up soon. Uh, he had the lone goal in that one. And Murdaka, who has been a great goalie for us over the years, had 28 saves in the losing effort there. Good to have Murdaka back. You know, Tendak and, and Murdaka, that is a great one-two tandem. I like that. I think it's one of the best in the league. Maybe I'm a little biased, but it is what it is. Then, on Saturday, it was the Teddy Bear Toss. And if you've never been to a Teddy Bear Toss, I, I recommend you go. It's one of the hardest tickets to get every year, by the way. Um, basically, for people who don't know, what happens is that you bring all kinds of new or gently used uh, teddy bears and, uh, and stuffed animals that you are no longer using or just want to donate. or uh, It's really great. And when the Gladiators score the first home goal, when the Gladiators score, doesn't matter. Sometimes this happens. It doesn't happen in Atlanta often. But, you know, if the other team scores 14 goals, so what? As soon as the first Atlanta score goes, throw all those bears onto the ice. And it's just it just rains you know, new friends. And then all these get donated to local charities, and they get donated to mul multiple charities, not just one. And uh, it's just it's just so cool to see all those. And it's really fun to chuck stuffed animals so that you know that they're, they're going to find new homes. It's really great. Really great. But uh, unfortunately, come up a little short on that one. We lost 5-3 to three to the Cincinnati Cyclones. Reese Vitelli, 51 seconds into the game, got the Bears going. They got all those amazing teddy bears and uh, other stuffed animals going 51 seconds into the game. Uh, Reese Fatelli needs a raise just for that. Uh, Tim Davison and Sengun Shin added goals in the losing effort as well as uh, Tendek had 36 saves in the losing effort. Teddy bear toss. So just, just Google teddy bear toss. I think the Hershey Bears have had the biggest one ever, but... It's amazing to be at these things. I've been, I think I've been to one of these. They're just a hard ticket to get it, but it was fantastic. Um, also, on Sunday, these two teams lined it up again, and unfortunately, even though Atlanta scored five goals, Cincinnati scored six. It happens. Gabe Gertler got it started in the first, about midway through the first. Tim Davison later in the first. Uh, Noah Leon. Late in the second, Cody Sylvester early in the third, and Sangun Shin late in the third to be one short. But man, it was good to see five people on the scoreboard like that. Um, it was Sakharilopoulos who was in goal for us for that one. He was our third goalie, and uh, he had 28 saves. In the losing effort, but hey, can't have them all, right? Uh, upcoming schedule, and uh, we will get into standings here uh, right after this. Upcoming schedule for there we go. 
tomorrow night they will host the South Carolina Stingrays. Um, I'm sure there's some fun Valentine's packages for that if you want to go check that out. 7 p.m. puck drop there. On Friday, they will be in Adirondack. Look it up. It's a real place, not just a chair. They will be in Adirondack to face the Thunder. There's a 7 p.m. puck drop there. They will be in Maine to take on the Mariners at 6 p.m. on Saturday. And they will also play them Sunday at 3 before being back home here. Here is the fun promotion tomorrow. Told you about Mike Pellick. There is a Mike Pellick number 23 game orange jersey raffle tomorrow. A lot of you are like, hey, that's great. Some of you are like, kind of random. Well, it's not random. Because as of tomorrow night, as soon as he suits up and plays even one shift on the ice, Mike Pellick will now have the record for the most games played in ECHL history. He's going to have the record. I've been a fan of this guy since uh, since uh, his his Swamp Rabbit days. Since uh, he's, he's played all over the league. Uh, he, he's the assistant captain. He's going to break the record. This will be his 860th career game. Just just amazing. And uh, to honor it, they're going to do the the uh, they're going to actually raffle his game worn jersey. So there you go. You can get your raffle tickets uh, either in an email, which is what I'm reading it off of, or you can uh, go on the website AtlantaGladiators.com, and uh, they'll have all kinds of information there. You can get your raffle tickets either online or you may can get them. Um, okay. You can, yeah, you can get them online, or you may can buy them there as well. The raffle is now open and will close Wednesday, this Wednesday, the 15th, at 10 a.m. The winner of the raffle is going to be contacted via email shortly thereafter. So it looks like you're better off going online. Uh, just fantastic and great for Mike Pellick. Maybe we can get him on sometime later in the year. Uh, he, he's fantastic, by the way. He's, he's, uh, I've had short little chats with him. And uh, wish him all the best. Now, I do have I do have a little bit of a, a KSU update. You guys know their season has uh, has come to an end. Um, they had a really good season. Maybe not the results they necessarily wanted, but I think all the team building that they did. And this is not a cop out. <coughs> This is not a cop-out, like, oh, let's just let's make it all uh, flowers and butterflies and make it seem way more better than it is. No. The team that they have built is going to be incredible. They're still practicing. They all, they all hang out and do all kinds of things. If you're not following them on social media, you absolutely should because uh, they, they do the questionnaires coming in and out of practice. They do all kinds of other stuff. Uh, they're just fun. These guys, these young men are just uh, spectacular and do such a great job uh, representing KSU, representing themselves in the great game of hockey. And uh, don't worry, there are still a couple more we're going to try to get on. We're going to try to get as many as we can on this show uh, before the, the uh, end of the season. We've still got a, a 
before the end of the NHL season. We'll put it that way. Before the end of, of the show season. But uh, we're we're figuring out we're we're figuring out logistics on on getting a few more of them on. And uh, just go support them. That's that's the easiest thing you can do is tell someone about them. Easiest thing you can do is support the team. The second easiest is tell someone about them. It costs you zero dollars. Costs you no money whatsoever to actually do that. So. Somewhere is the standings for, there we go, for the Gladiators. Let's tell you where they are right now. They are currently in fifth place in the South Division. They are five points behind Greenville and South Carolina for third or fourth. They are only six points behind Jacksonville in second, and they are seven behind the Florida Everblades whose lead is shrinking every day. Is that not incredible? That's incredible. Now, since we didn't do it at the beginning of the show, we will now do it now as we will uh, tell you we're in Nashville. And Carolina is. Now, Carolina is in first place in the Metropolitan Division. They are seven points behind Boston for the overall Eastern Conference uh, lead. They have 76 points. The Devils are three points behind them. And with 70 points, the Rangers and Tarasenko that they just loaded up with are uh, just six points behind. We'll go to the Western Conference where our Nashville Predators are in fourth place. In the wild card race, they are four points behind Calgary, who is in third, and also Minnesota, who is in second, and they are nine points behind the LA Kings, who have surged to the top wild card spot as of right now. There's kind of a log jam when you get up into the 60s. So right now, if they could feel, put a few more points on the board and get out of the 50s. I would feel a lot better. They are not out of this at all. A lot of people say, well, let's see what happens in the next eight to nine games before the trade deadline. Like I said, I, I do not see, I don't see Nashville making a move. I think they're going to stand pat for when they're up against the cap, but that's not, you can, there's ways to manipulate that and to move it around as you need to. I just, I don't see that there is a move. You don't need a, a uh, top-tier star. You don't need a medium or uh, even a depth player. There's, there's not really a move out there that makes sense, if you guys get what I'm saying. So, I don't think the, the Predators are going to do much. You might see a small move here or there. Uh, and then with the, with the Hurricanes, it's the same way. These two teams do not like doing rentals. They prefer people that are going to be there from there on out. That's what I said earlier. And right now, I, I think Carolina may have a move ready to go. But if it is, it might be a medium piece. My guess is it would be a depth player that they plan to uh, re-sign or extend almost, you know, upon arrival. But that's going to do it for this edition of Board Check. Appreciate you guys tuning in and allowing me to come on here each and every week and talk gladiators, owls, 
Predators, Hurricanes, and of course NHL, and just hockey in general. It's one of my favorite sports, you guys know that. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on the playoff race and on the trade deadline stuff as well. And once again, shout out to the Iron Man, Mike Pellick, who is going to set the record tomorrow night. That's fantastic. Uh, Mike, in case you do listen to the show, because of course it's probably your favorite hockey show, of course it is. I'd love to have you on the show sometime, and uh, let's make that happen. But until then, we will see you guys next week for another great edition of Board Check. Deuces, gooses. Go Canes. Go Glads. Go Owls. Go Preds. Go watch hockey. Grows, the whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players pop and the fans.